<laughs> well, good whatever time of day it is today to everybody. Good. We good are afternoon. welcoming you once again to something to think about. All right. And if we could just get a whole bunch of people thinking before they act, we would be in a good position, would you say? I was saying. Well, I'm oh, here. Yeah. I'm here this morning with our wonderful co-host. Tony Caldwell, good afternoon, everybody. Well, hello, Miss Hollywood. Hello. All right. <laughs> and we're going to be joined by Brian and, and Emmanuel today, and we'll tell you a little bit about each one as we go forward. But, well, they uh, all know me. <laughs> oh, well, they'll know you even more this time because <laughs> we've got some exciting news where Emmanuel is concerned. And um, we've got some exciting comments coming from Brian. Mm -hmm. uh, but I have one thing that I want to say this morning. I wanted to start off with something that was really funny. And then I thought, wait a minute. There was one thing that I just couldn't understand, and that was about these stimulus checks, right? Mm -hmm. So I began to see a lot of dancing and um, cultural history from Native Americans on TikTok. And yes, I do get on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> we all do. Don't feel bad. I do. You may have me. <laughs> okay, come on down get on tiktok with me but while i was on there i was like native americans dancing being a mm -hmm. part of society all of that was like new to me yeah and um i said let me just check because i my mind goes in so many different directions sometimes i wanted to know if native americans are receiving the stimulus checks also mm -hmm. and much to my chagrin i find out that they are not I don't understand it. And I'm like, the Native Americans have to sue the federal government in order to get a stimulus check. Does anybody understand what that's, I mean, why that is? I mean, these are people who were here before everybody else. Yeah, I don't understand it. I did not know that. You just, when you informed me of that, yeah, I was I like, I said, I had no clue. Yeah, I mean, it's just weird. I said, I, this, these people are just doing all kinds of weird things that I don't understand. Mm -hmm. Plus, we have all of these people on TikTok and other media talking about how many Trump followers we have, 75 million. That number go up daily. But I don't hear as much conversation about uh, 81 million people no, you voted aren't. against them. <laughs> So I want you guys to join me in getting some sort of campaign started so that we can emphasize the fact that we don't want him, never did. No. So 81 million of us showed the country that we don't want him. Exactly. So they can exactly. go ahead. I wish he would go back in the womb again, but I know that's impossible. <laughs> I don't wish that on anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Where I wish he would go would be totally different. Yeah. I, I don't want to start that up right I, I, now. I hope you get that the Bart Simpson, uh, the Simpson show uh, come true. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, it did. Uh -huh. You've been noticing a lot of that stuff ain't coming true from the Simpsons. That's what cartoon got it right. Well, we're going to transition from that real quick because that'll take me all day to talk about how useless he is, but okay. Years. And I know that uh, people are under time constraints, so we want to get busy right quick. And I'm going to start with um, uh, Brian. And Brian, I want you to share as much as you want or as little as you want about yourself. We don't divulge anybody's personal business on here unless you want us to know it, so... You tell us what you want us to know about you, and then we're going to get you involved 
in our love connection story. So welcome, um, Brian, to our set this yay. morning. Yay. Yay. Thank you, All right. Um, uh, wow. Uh, Okay, where to start? Um, uh, so I'm, I'm 43 years old. Um, I made a lot of mistakes in my life. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Learn learned from trial and error. Um, uh, I met Miss Sanders through uh, State Farm, and we just got to talking and talking. And and uh, you know, uh, was a very smart woman. Um, and uh, pretty much, you know, uh, like me, I used to be a manager um, in management. I used to uh, be assistant manager at Giant for five years, oh, and then wow. I made uh, So I do talk to a lot of people and, and get a lot of different perspectives. Um, and I just uh, try to keep an open mind and try to uh, place my uh, my thoughts in other body's shoes to see where they're coming from. Mm. So. That's pretty much it. Well, I got to tell everybody this little story between me and Brian, though, because uh, it was over a year ago, I believe, right? Mm -hmm. Brian, about a year ago, we started talking. Uh And um, the way the conversation began was he uh, was talking to me about some insurance. Mm -hmm. And we just started talking about that. And it kind of segued into his life somehow. I don't know what happened. <laughs> but it seemed like we just enjoyed talking to each other. She has that effect on you. That's for sure. Well, I was just so excited that we started talking and we just went into all these different personal aspects of our lives mm. and stuff. And before you know it, there we were talking again. So wow. I said this time, because I really liked his insight mm-hmm. on a lot of stuff, and particularly some kind of um, love connection things. Right. And I just felt like everybody just needed to hear that, because mm-hmm. a lot of times we're struggling with relationships unnecessarily. Right. Because we just put too much drama into it. You don't need that to get no, along. you don't. So I kind of wanted to just hit on that a little bit because um, um, people just spend too much time on useless stuff and listening to people on social media instead of just spending some quality time on their relationships. Mm-hmm. So um, we're going to leave that uh, with Brian for the moment and come back to him after I get Emmanuel um, introduced here because we really need to hear his uh new information you already know that he is a designer of apparel in new york and um he is joining us today under a different hat so emmanuel you want to talk a little bit about that of course of course of course <laughs> hello. 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 i am super excited to be here on our third saturday Oh, uh, for the fifth one, for the fifth time in a row. Hello, we almost yes, have a indeed. Yes, indeed. And I am here to make an announcement on something, and I'm actually sharing with uh, something to think about first, actually, because I haven't told anyone yet. But yes, I found here. we It'll have an out. exclusive. <laughs> people. Have a great game. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I am. Uh, I have put in my duties. As a uh, American citizen, uh, locally politics, as a, as a New York native, and I am running for a politician. All right. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> That's great. 
Okay, okay, and okay. some may say, what is a borough president? What is the duties of a borough president? Who you, are you the person they write to and complain? No. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be busy. So my actual duties that I am running for, I am actually running for to be the president of borough, I'm assuming, borough president of Brooklyn, where I reside. Yay. All right. Right. Shout out to Brooklyn. Uh, and my duties will be actually, I will be the liaison and the uh, point of person to the mayor of New York City. Oh, oh, oh right. Right. Yeah. there you go. <laughs> yes, yes, thank you. <laughs> uh, these are the positions of uh, appointing officers into right perspective city councils, uh, 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 sen- senators. Uh, also, I'll be having budgets for educational school systems, building a new foundation into Brooklyn. So uh-huh. I'll kind of pretty much have a heavy hand there. And that is something actually a position that is honored in um, New York. Oh. Um, one of our borough presidents now is Eric Adams, and he's actually this is our I want to say our thirty-something uh, year of having a borough president, hmm. and he's the first he was the first African American to ever have that position. Wow! So, right, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> great. Mm-hmm. So now you so will be the second one. Reason. I will be the second right. one. Yes. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, that's a prestigious position all by itself. It is. <laughs> and I, I really don't want to have to move to Brooklyn just to vote. So I don't know. I might have to vote by proxy. There you go. Yeah, that's right. right. Thank you. Yeah, Can I, I do that, Brian, right. though? Is that legal, Brian? You know what? He'll want to get in trouble. <laughs> And I certainly don't want to be listening to his news and his inauguration in jail. No, we don't want that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it would. So, you know, um, anything else that you want to share about your um, council run or your presidency run, Emmanuel? Oh, yeah, definitely. definitely. So, uh, so I was, I was going to pick back what you just said. So, uh, yeah, so you do have to be a New York native. Um, the goal for me, actually, you can still support by spreading the word, posting me out there, giving me uh, 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 exposure in all forms of ways, saying, hey, you live in Brooklyn, go vote for that boy. <laughs> 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 but, um, one of my main reasons of running, and I think I have actually shared this before um, online, is actually my love of education for children yes. and for my actual and um you know it's no secret that we all been through like you know through a health crisis Mm -hmm. pandemic and you know i feel like the school systems are not saying that you know america yes america under the bus is going to improve in our school systems had the best already in place but with the zoom the parents becoming the uh the uh, uh administration to make sure the children are getting through the cut waking up to be on time for school or even the uh, 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 poor families who are actually living in a shelter systems or living in some, uh, 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 don't can't afford the internet because internet is such a mm-hmm. they don't get the access to Zoom. So now what happens is they're gonna miss two years of a decent education. So now that needs to be reversed. Um, like in DC, how they're doing gentrification. Uh, uh, where you know, instead of helping families that was already there, they're actually you know rising up the prices to actually brush them out. Mm-hmm. New York, they had to live there about 13 years ago, and it's actually taken it's actually have taken New York on to this a new phase, which I welcome, but I'm not okay with 
our, our families being pushed out of New York because they can't afford to live there. Right. So one of my goals is to bring resources to families. They can actually get better education, get better job positions, to actually get money to actually become homeowners. Because if you actually own property in New York, you have more of a you have more of a stand on landmark there. Mm-hmm. And Performing arts. I think performing arts goes wonderful with kids actually create vision, you know, especially if you are. Pro- and how I speak, I only speak from my experiences. And I came from the slums up, you know, so I can't speak from the other side of the, uh, of the field. I only can speak from my perspective and what I want to protect. Mm-hmm. Along with my adult years growing up in Brooklyn and uh, running businesses and running businesses in Brooklyn to know what business owners are needed and what uh, 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 citizens are needed and the health care that are needed. So these are all my these are all the things that I have been you know studying for the past two weeks when I actually decided to put my hat in to run and. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's amazing. Well, right. You are well. Congratulations for all of that. And it sounds like well, I don't, I know there's no one else out there more passionate about those things than you are. So uh, we're going to give you a platform for exp- each of the things that you support on each of our podcasts, so that each month we can help you toward your ultimate goal, which is to get that presidency. Exactly. I, I appreciate you. Thank you. So Thank that's you. what we're going to do. But before each of you have to go, I really do want to get into our basic topic for the day, which is love. And since this is the month of hearts and flowers and candy Ooh. and telling people that you fake love them, yeah, then we are going to get into that because uh, a lot of people don't even understand what love really means to them and how they define it because Love comes with so many definitions that I think is kind of infinite. Uh, you have to find out what love really means to you, and then you have to deal with it on that level. Yes. And um, I ask people all the time, "What is it? What is love if you spell it backwards?" Anybody? Yeah. <laughs> Anybody? Love. Uh, look, everybody is like, thinking, okay. "How do you spell it?" <laughs> okay, so Brian's pronunciation was evolve, and uh, he's trying to be all French or something. Or <laughs> but uh, yeah. evil, 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 evil. Oh, okay. evil. oh, I, I, oh yeah, I know. You. <laughs> <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> well, we're we're just spelling love backwards, and I wanted to do that oh, for a reason. Yeah. I still seem okay. like I can't spell. Yeah, evil. <laughs> And I wanted to do that for a reason, because I see in so many circumstances Mm -hmm. how people want to love somebody, but then it's always equated to something painful or a bad experience. And all these things are not what love really is, Mm -hmm. in my opinion. And if you look at the dictionary's definition of it, it's supposed to be a deep affection for someone or something. Mm -hmm. And uh, that kind of is like still water. (laughs) You know, I love, you know, whatever you love Mm -hmm. and how deep you love it is really up to you. But here, this is something you can try on on you, your friends. Just say, what does love really mean to you? When you tell somebody you love them and it's supposed to be a romantic kind of love, what does that really mean? So I want to ask each of you, in a romantic relationship, what does love really mean to you? And anybody who wants to start first can. I'll go first. Okay. Uh, 
for me, I think uh, love is a deep rooted, not deep rooted. I'm never so that deep. <laughs> for me, I think love comes with love can be so many things because you can be a person in the, on a romantic side. You can be a person who have strong care and passion for a person that you love them. And then uh, 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 then you also have an in-love person who more of a deep, I am so infatuated with you, and I just love you, and I just want to be here with kind of love, you know? We have those ones, and then we have those ones after, you know, those faded moments go away, you say, oh, now I love you. But for me, what love actually means is it, 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 it's a feeling. It's an emotion. It's a, a, it's a caring act towards a person. Mm-hmm. And um, and if you show care, you show compassion with your love, that's true love for me. And there is people who, who don't know the size of love and they take a lot and yeah. mix the two up and it becomes tumultuous. <laughs> yes, yes. yes. And, when it, and when it reaches that level, can you really define it as love? No, obsession. Okay. Obsession. Well, let's go with you, Brian. What's your what's your ideal f- thing for love when you're supposed to be romant- romantically in love with somebody? Well, to me, when I think about love, I think of love as an action word. Mm. And, right. um, and love uh, is is like you said the emotions and stuff like that but what do you do with the emotions and it's all about how you treat a person because if you're walking your talk it's not going in the same direction and do you really love that person right. because you have to talk it right. the, the act is what I look at and if you show me that you love me, then I'm gonna love you that much harder. Right. Um, so, as far as as, as what you conversate and what you're talking and listening and and just being there for a person, spending time with a person, because each person got their their love language, mm. and when you love a person, you want to speak that language. Uh-huh. Because so that y'all can be on the same page, and vice versa, that person need to speak your language. Exactly. So um, that's when I think about uh, the me- uh, love, the meaning of love for me, and yeah. and you shouldn't have to second guess it. Uh, you shouldn't have to be worried about if this person loves me or not, because deep inside, you know that this person. Uh, it's true because they're like I said, they're walking the talk. It's in the same direction. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And and you mentioned something to me when we talked last that um, if if it's not too personal for you, um, mm-hmm. to to just kind of go back over because I thought that was a good point in there, and that is um, when you are with somebody, for instance, and they uh, and you supposedly love or care about them. And it's something that they want to do that you don't necessarily want to do. <laughs> and uh, this was in relation to uh, Valentine's Day. And um, I don't know what that phone is, but that's okay. We go on. Um, in Valentine's Day. So you have one person who really likes Valentine's Day, the woman being that person. And then uh-huh. the man saying, man, I don't want to be bothered with this Valentine's Day stuff. But then what do you do? You had mentioned something about that, about what you should do yeah. in a situation like yeah, that. I you... the, uh, yeah, yeah, I remember because uh, I think the, the famous Maya, Maya Angelou quote is, 
a person may not remember what you did, but they will always remember how you, they made you feel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, for especially for you know, not to be in general generalizing, but for women, it's about how they feeling. Mm-hmm. And you know, the man not maybe into Valentine, but the thing is. It's not about him. It's about his partner and, and how she feels. Right. And you want to make sure that she feels loved by speaking her love language because that's what's important to her. Mm-hmm. And if it's important to her, then if it's important to the relationship, that means that it needs to be important to him. Mm-hmm. Just like she do the same thing for him. If it's something he may not like football, but yet she's in there watching football with him. Right, <laughs> you know? right, right. <laughs> Because she makes that sacrifice to spend that quality time with him. So we have to make sure that with our energy, that we make sure that we take the time out to realize what's important to that lady. Because as a man, I don't want to feel that my woman is not uh, fulfilled because Mm -hmm. her friends again, um, you know, showing love and stuff like that. Her friends talking about, yeah, uh uh-huh, he did this for me and he did such and such, and <laughs> what did he do? Well, exactly. He, he's not into Valentine, so he didn't do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> that's so what? true. Yeah, but uh, see, that's the, the, and I just want to go back to some of the points that you made a minute ago, and that is this. In a relationship, there are two people who really don't have any background together, first place. Mm-hmm. So now you're going to get together, and you don't care what I think, you don't care what I feel. And to the two men in the group, do you not feel that Valentine's Day would be for you too? Or are you thinking it's more a female thing? Is Valentine's Day just for you to do something for her? Or should she want to do something for you, your significant other? Mm-hmm. What, what, are, what are your opinions about that? Because I've asked some other men about that. And just, let me just hear what you think. Uh, do you want to go first, Emmanuel, or you can take this one? Huh? <laughs> you can say, go ahead, Brian. Okay, so, so um, me personally, uh, I feel that Valentine's were more for the, for the woman, women, mm-hmm. um, and that's because that's what, as uh, I grew up, that's what it was about. Uh, that's right. how I was. Talking. Yeah, it was just you know more for the women, you doing more, but as I get older. Um, I mean, I still feel that it's, yeah, it's more for the women, you know, to make the women feel special. Um, and maybe that's my old school thinking. Um, and we need to bring that old school back because uh, you know what? People just too damn going selfish now. The fact is, okay. if you think it's for the women, right? Then the women really? ought to be thinking about you and how you feel. That's, that's right. I didn't answer yet. Oh, well, of course, we're not going to not let you answer you. How, what would we do? That's my thinking. Now, hey, what I, do I mind if a woman do something for me? I have no problems with it. Oh, okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, Emmanuel. Um, you know I jumped in and cut you off teasing you because I knew you were going to say the same thing. <laughs> because I feel it should be equal. Yes. <laughs> I think that, yes, I do agree with you, Brian, that um, growing up, it was all about, you know, wooing the woman, make her feel special, you know, and she does what she does, you know, for her man and all other stuff. 
Um, and because I remember growing up with my with my stepfather, he would always bring my mom chocolate, but he would always give me and my brother small chocolates to give to her too, you know, to give her the celebration. Mm-hmm. But then when I started growing up and I started dating and I started, you know, I want, you know, I love to be, you know, the, the, the excitement too of, of the exchange given. And I think it was more necessary of who can make each other happy, you know, like why do you have to be happy and I enjoy your happiness because you have to. Now let's do it together. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. Yeah. See, that's the thing is that I think a lot of people get lost. And I don't know if um, we feel like all the attention ought to be on a woman for this for this uh, particular occasion. Um, what does that mean when the when the guy says, um, I don't like Valentine's Day? What is that message? Mm. I don't want to be bothered with that. I don't. I hate it when it comes because she gonna want flowers or something. Well, they got bad memories. What message is he sending? Well, I, I think that he's he, he's saying that basically that it's, it's about him. Yeah, it's not about her. See, because it's that's uh, I think it's is you're not taking the other person's uh, what's important to them into consideration. Yes. So my thing is, I'm not gonna let uh, open myself up for somebody else to take my woman <laughs> because <laughs> you go, Brian. <laughs> And then because, we have, because if the person is not fulfilled, then the, my number one rule is fulfillment will be fulfilled oh, either by you ooh. or somebody else. Mm-hmm. Somebody's gonna give. What, you a, know? what a point so, you made! But Valentine's Day's gotta um, not just be on. A, I'm gonna piggyback off what Miss Janet said about birthdays. You supposed to love me all year round, not just one day. That's right. So I expect the same love that we give to each other during the day. I expect that it, it ain't gotta be more, but I expect. It to be all year round. I'm not a one day type of person. <laughs> so I think they need to understand that and stop putting pressure on yourself because if you love me all during the year, that one day is not gonna it's not gonna hurt you to celebrate it. We both and that's something is like an anniversary. We celebrate that day because we love each other. So quote unquote. But hopefully it's a not a toxic type of relationship because some people hold it against you. Mm-hmm. Believe me, I've been in that position until I get to the point I start looking at the people on the street selling like, why are you selling that? Really? <laughs> It's it, but it's you know, it, it's messy. You know, it's messy. I just want to follow up with that because, because um, in my opinion, also I think that um, if you were to if you were to um, be a person who say, um, "No, I don't like Valentine's Day. That day is stupid for me." Mm-hmm. Not in that kind of time. But mm-hmm. if you were the person to say to me, um, "You don't celebrate Valentine's Day. You don't you don't highlight Valentine's Day because you don't want to be only acknowledged enough for that one day." But every day is a Valentine's Day. That's right. It's supposed to be like that. Every single day. (laughs) Every single day I need to feel that love. Just like I'm I'm giving it to you. I want to reciprocate it back. So that's the way I feel about it. Yeah. You can give me one flower a flower day. It's like you said, it's it's an act. It's an action word. It's proving that we actually care about each other. Feeling that I'm going to, even though I don't like it that much, but I'm going to celebrate because I love you. Period. That's it. Well, you get to a point where, uh, well, at least that's where I am with Valentine's Day and Mother's Day and all these other days that they've just made up. Mm-hmm. And um, they have that one day for fathers, which is Father's Day. But again, I. So how that? 
Yes, they. But I think that a lot of men feel that way. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm always doing this thing for her, and I'm yeah. doing this for her. Yeah. Our anniversary is for her. Our wedding day was for her. Yeah. And, um, yeah. When do I get some stuff? Yeah. You know? For Father's Day, um, I had a person uh, that came to me and said, "Oh, this going to be crowded." for Father's Day for, at the restaurants. Mm-hmm. And so the dude that worked at the restaurant said, oh, no, 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 that's, you got to be mistaken. That's Mother's Day is crowded. Wow. Father's Day is back ghost town. So, yeah, you know. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. The, the males of the species always end up being a second thought. It's yeah. like, okay, uh, Mother's Day, I mean, that's a multi-billion dollar business, right? Mm-hmm. And I know, uh-huh. I know the fathers kind of get some play, but not like mothers. No, day. they don't. And um, I'm not going to say that women don't deserve that attention because, after all, they did have the babies. Nobody said a word about they that. They got quiet with them. The fathers got to put the work in to get the babies, right? Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, but how much did you love that work? That's right. Huh? That's right. <laughs> how much did you love the work? Uh, it, it's no love affair for women to have uh, for childbirth. <laughs> Believe me. And uh, if we don't need to, if we need to tell you that, then okay, I'm, I'll talk to you later. But we can always reverse. <laughs> if we can reverse the positions that y'all want to have the babies now. That's if no only, problem. If only See, we could. <laughs> <laughs> I think they've seen enough pictures and enough, so. and enough uh, uh, stuff on childbirth to know they don't want to do it. I don't want to deal with that, you know. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So the, the thing is. I just believe in a 50-50 kind of relationship. Exactly. And that's what I go into with guys. I mean, the first thing they want to do is come and talk about, oh, well, you know, I'm going to take you out to dinner. I say, well, why don't I take you out? Mm-hmm. And they feel uncomfortable with yeah, that. Yeah, you find a lot of men feel it's uncomfortable like, um, Well, I was just going to take you. I said, yeah, but I'm going to pay for dinner for both of us. How about that? And they don't accept it well. Why is that? I don't know, but I wish I would have found something that was uncomfortable with it. They was happy for me to do it <laughs> with no problem. Oh, go ahead, Tony. <laughs> Speaking of they that, had because no out here in the dating world, I've heard women uh, talk about that, that um, men um, don't have money to pay for the food or mm-hmm. whatever. This and that. And women, uh, you know, going Dutch or this and that. But because I, I, I did my, my upbringing is if I'm inviting you out, then I'm expect to pay for everybody. Mm. Um, so uh, I heard that yeah. as a rule too. The person who invites the person out mm-hmm. is the person who would normally pay. That's what I heard too. Yeah, but see, yeah. here here is where here is where there's that little line of doubt, right? Because mm-hmm. if I say I'm going to pay for dinner this week. And the next time we go out, you still want me to pay for dinner? Yeah. No. <laughs> I had something like that in my past, believe me. No, that's mm-hmm. not going to happen. So it has yeah, to be see, reciprocated. Yeah, it, should be, yeah it, should, it shouldn't be that way. It should be like, yeah, I, you know, I'm going to take you out. Yeah, I'm going to pay for everything. Mm-hmm. You know, this and that. And if a woman said, hey, I, I got it this time, or I say, maybe, well, you know what, I'll take care of the tip. Or, or, you know, whatever the case right, may be. Right. Know? Put some effort into it. Exactly. But that's the thing about love that, and we're probably going to be touching back on um, relationships uh, involving love 
on different levels because you love people on different levels. So you love your family a certain way. Mm -hmm. And then there's this person that you, quote, love. But I also want to get into the the flip side of love, which is the evil, Mm. because people use love to manipulate you so much. And uh, typically women here, I love you. And, and, you know, if I cheated on you or I slapped you upside the head or whatever I did to you, I'm sorry. Mm Mm-hmm. And that part of it aggravates me more than anything else because I don't see you loving me and wanting to hurt me at the same time. No, that's not love. So so I don't know how, how you guys feel about that kind of thing. I, I have a serious problem with that. So I've well, been, I've been hit on the upside the head uh, a couple of times. Mm-hmm. And my view is that's not love. All right. Um, so... Um, yeah, that's abuse. Uh, men be abused, uh, just as women. Yeah, and and I don't take a whooping for nobody. So, but go. I do give women the benefit of the doubt. I walk away. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, but yeah, it's yeah, that's that's not love. Uh, that's you know you can't control your hands or control your actions. Then yeah, maybe this is no, this is not going to be the relationship for me. Because uh, I've I've stayed in the relationship uh, thinking it was going to get better or this and that, but yeah, it's 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 it's, it's not it's not cool to put your hands on it. And I remember when uh, my son's mother uh, she popped me upside the head one time, mm-hmm. and and I, by reflex I hit her back, mm-hmm. and that was something I wasn't proud of. Right. Um, to be transparent, but yeah, we had to like, hey, this is this we can't be doing this. Yeah, you know, it's, uh, this is not healthy. Yeah, you know, it's not yeah. for both of us. And, and just, go, ahead. go ahead, yeah. So, so yes, yeah, it's, it's not love. Uh, love had nothing to do with hurting somebody or um, or feel that they, you have to put your hands on them because you can't communicate uh, what you're feeling and express it. So, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, 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 you know, just for full disclosure, while I'm up here, you know, being this angelic person talking about this right now, I did go home one night and slap the crap out of my husband because he embarrassed me at a party. Mm. And a lot of that was because I was also high. (laughs) (laughs) So I apologized Mm -hmm. to him in a way that um, he found acceptable to let him know that I was just mad at you. At that time, I didn't even think about whether I loved you or not. I was pissed off because mm-hmm. you embarrassed me in a way that I was just uncomfortable mm-hmm. with. And, uh, of course, he didn't do that again, and I never did that again. But uh, that was a case where I was like, okay, love didn't have anything to do with this. Mm-mm. You embarrassed me, and I was mad. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times you understand you go to that bad place that you just described, Brian, and you just are very apologetic about it and you feel bad about it but if you can come back from that in a nice way you should yeah you and should. know that you're never going to do it again so not i'm sorry but i'm never going to do that again mm-hmm. so i'm sorry doesn't correct things for me no how about you and no it didn't because my love turned into evil before you know mm-hmm. or when it became, I was toxic and he was toxic. I mean, I admit this now, but he's he having a hard time admitting his. That the people, that, the ones that suffered, wasn't even us. It was the children. Mm-hmm. So that, you just become like you're used to it. It's like a reception you come with each other. It's like you can't let each other go, but you're going to keep hurting each other. 
So those same time, it was no love involved. It was just toxic on both our sides. Um, immature, not growing up enough to know that you you turn into a selfish person. You think yeah. you you think you uh, it was one way, but you you totally the opposite. Yeah, it was no love in it. So you just you got so used to it, just like a bad habit. It's a coming addiction, and that's how we became to each other until we had to let each other go because. I couldn't suffer, and I couldn't see him suffering no more because it turned us into two people that I never recognized. Right. So that wasn't love. Did you realize that you was even suffering, though? No, because it came out. I did, and then I didn't in a way because I had things on my side of things that happened to me early in childhood that it spilled over into that. And he had stuff, too, but mine, it started getting too physical with each other. One with a black eye, one with a knot on the head. One looking like this, <laughs> looking like we was from a cartoon or something, but then it wasn't even good. It wasn't even good. And that's not even funny. I don't no, know why I'm but laughing. But see, you have to find human in everything, and I found that. And then we said we promised we wouldn't hate each other. So years would go by when it didn't turn, then we didn't hate each other, but it started coming to um, getting high, getting drunk. You know, not bad drugs. Yeah, but so everything. So you have two toxic people and children. So who you think suffer? The children. The children is one. And see, that's when I think that's when you know you got to step back. And when, and now we both done got to the point in life where he grew. He, me and him broke up, which was more my side mutual thing. We let him tell that he won anyway. That's another story. <laughs> but he got healthy. And I also too, I found that I was in love, started getting in love with myself again. All right. So that I'm able to bring a story and tell people that you have to love yourself before you can love anybody. Period. There you go. And it, and if you don't put that love back in yourself, you have nothing to give anybody, not yourself, the children, or the people around you. But you got to show that love in order for you to be able to find it. Correct. That's the way I feel about it. But uh, one thing that you said that was very interesting was that. Uh, was the way that you was raised because mm -hmm. I was uh, raised in a house that I always felt uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. Uh, my mother's ex-husband, I don't call him a stepfather, uh, but my mother's ex-husband, mm -hmm. he was very uh, controlling and mm -hmm. very abusive. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I felt that that was how a household was supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And I had to have a conversation with my mom because when I grew older, I was thinking um, that this is normal. Mm -hmm. You're supposed to feel uncomfortable in your home and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. and that's not normal. No. So, no. yeah. So, yeah. So, it's one of those things that, uh, that we, you know, going back to childhood, that we have to, you know, address those issues. Yep. So that uh, we can grow and uh, a healthy relationship look like. Exactly. So. But that's a, that is a very strong point to make. And I think people need to realize one thing. You grow up in a household where love is defined as what you just described, mm -hmm. Brian. And what you described, Tony, is that you see that violence. You see mm -hmm. that mean, evil streak that people have. Mm -hmm. And you have a person in there who's controlling all the action in the house, who is real selfish and mean and nasty. So you pick up all that negative stuff mm -hmm. and you're probably saying to yourself, how in the world do this is what it is when you love somebody? Mm -hmm. And a good example of that was when we were all um, in the um, outreach center and one of the women that uh, we were mentoring 
told me, and I asked her, I said, why are you putting up with this with a guy? I mean, what does that, what is mm-hmm. that all about? And she said the same thing that you just said, uh, Brian, too, that it was in her household. She mm-hmm. thought that's how it was. And I said to myself, how could you not see that even on TV or somewhere mm-hmm. else, did you see anybody else's household being run the same way? And in her environment there were other toxic relationships Mm -hmm. so she thought that's how it was supposed to be and i said honey look if you are in a relationship with somebody and they come in in the middle of the night and slap you to the point where you land on the floor and kick you around that's not love no i explained to her that it's not love so if that's the only attachment you have to him you need to get rid of it real quick and a lot of times you just need somebody to tell you that. Because mm-hmm. a lot you, your upbringing has a lot to do with how you absorb things. That's right. And um, yeah, did we lose Emmanuel yet? Manny. We we probably lost him already because mm-hmm. I know he said he had to go. So um, that's the thing about all of this is that people need to understand the difference. If I say I love you, it needs to be a little bit more compassion involved hmm. in the equation. Not- yeah, but that's, but that's the world that they know. Yeah. So, and like, that's the only that's the world that I knew. Mm-hmm. But then I had to have that realization that no, this is not how it's mm-hmm. supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and as, as we get old, sometimes we just get comfortable and thinking that's what it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Right. And we figure out all kind of reasons not to leave a relationship that's negative. And I think Tony said it best in, in saying that you just need to love yourself first. And you need to know yourself. Mm-hmm. And we, we're going to have some more conversations about that as well. Because um, just amazingly enough, a lot of people don't know themselves. They don't. They Like you don't know, for instance... Uh, Brian in the relationship that you were talking about before and how bad you felt about it afterwards. Um, there was some signal somewhere that told you, Brian, you need to get out of that. Mm-hmm. You need to leave it alone. So you did, didn't you? Yeah. Um, and uh, trust me, it was uh, one of the hardest things that I, I've done because we were together for, what, 14, 15 years or something like that. Mm-hmm. And and I wanted to stay because of the kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then I had to realize that if I'm not happy, right, what kind of example I'm showing for my son. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 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 it, it, it's, it's a lot of things that we went through. Um and I was three hundred and some pounds. Uh I dropped down, I lost some weight, and that's when the controlling behavior started happening. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, where you at? How long are you going to be? You know, oh, yeah. don't get gas. Um, yeah. You know, it, it, it was, that was going on and it, it just felt that, that um, she was trying to be a parent, not um, a, a relationship. Uh, yeah, I'm like, hold on, I'm a grown man, you know. Um, <laughs> but, a lot of that I looked at myself because I allowed it for that uh, for longer of a time. Mm-hmm. So I had to look at myself within and say, hey, uh, no, you know what? I need to speak up. Mm-hmm. Right. Because if I don't speak up for myself, then nobody else will. Nope. 
Well, I had to ch- try to break those chains of control. Like, no, uh-uh, this is what I said. Uh, don't be questioning me, you know, about how I said or what I said, because mm-hmm. I said what I said, <laughs> you yeah, know, so. Exactly. Yeah, so when you've been emasculated for so long and now you're trying to get that person to realize that uh, this is not the same person, yeah, it, it's going to cause some problems. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah, it does. Yeah. yeah, because now they feel like they've lost some ground where you're mm-hmm. concerned. But that's exactly. what they need to do. But if you get to a point, and, and some people will call what I'm about to say selfish, right? And I tell them, call it what you like. But I love myself mm-hmm. first and foremost. And uh, after that, I'm going to try to put as much love into the relationship as you are willing to give me back. Mm-hmm. So if you're not coming halfway with me, you can be sure I'm going to lose you just like a bad habit. Real quick. And um, I told them the same thing with like, with my kids when they were small. And we would go around, like, uh, go out to Haynes Point or somewhere. And people would say, you letting your kids roam around? I mean, they could do, I said, anything could happen. Mm-hmm. But I've already told my children that how much I love them and care and want them to stay on earth as long as they can. But do not go near the water. Because hmm. I don't know how to swim. And I'm not jumping in after you. I'm telling you. So when I said that, everybody's like, oh, my God, you're their mother. <laughs> and I'm saying, yes, and their mother want to live, too. That's right. <laughs> exactly. So and is that is, selfish? It no, it's not selfish because you already laid the ground rules. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, you know what? You can try it if you want to. I'm going to show you better than I can tell you. You know? And I told and him, I said, people get in a relationship, and I think um, my Lord said best that just because you're in a relationship, it don't mean I'm going to take a bullet for you. Then, uh, <laughs> if anything, I'm a duck. That's <laughs> what I'm going to do. <laughs> you going to hit me? I'm oh. Myself, and, and yeah, you got to have to see for yourself. If you don't yep. know the, <laughs> the, 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 the ground for cover, then uh, hey, I can't help you. And when you hear somebody say <laughs> run, you better run, and you want to stay there? Okay, that's you. Bye. Exactly. exactly. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, uh, piggyback on what you're saying, yeah, yeah, when I started loving myself, mm-hmm. that's when change happened. There you because I mean, if I love myself and love is an action word, yeah, I'm not going to treat myself a certain way. Mm-hmm. Right. right. And when you in love with somebody, that's supposed to be an extension of you and vice versa. That's the way I see it. Yeah. And I'm totally on that same page because if it's called selfishness, then so be it. I yeah. guess I'm selfish. But, um, I, I told him, I said, there's a limit where I go for almost everything. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I, when I used to go out um, years and many years ago <laughs> with friends who like to smoke pot in, or mm-hmm. weed or gas or whatever it's being called. <laughs> you said gas? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, no, she okay, didn't they, say gas. Yes. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't know it was Look called. Look at gas. <laughs> Well, I think he's still got to be popping with a gas. <laughs> no, but check this out. And then it's kind of off the subject, oh, but it, it's man. appropriate right here. Is that my son was sitting in the um, traffic light and some guy walked up to his car and said, hey, man, you got any gas for sale? Right. So my, my, my son said, gas? Because he didn't know what it was right. either. And uh, I said, well, you thought he wanted some money to buy some gas for his car. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out he meant weed or mm-hmm. whatever it's called now. But <laughs> anyway, I'm in the room with these people who wanted to, to smoke. And when they get ready to light up, I would always say, hey, guys, I'll see y'all later. Mm-hmm. They were like, Jen, you don't have to go. We just, I said, 
I do have to go because mm-hmm. I don't contain this behavior. I don't want to be high because I have to drive and there are a whole bunch of other reasons. So I'm leaving. That's me. That's where I drew my line. I wasn't going beyond that. Mm-hmm. So no matter what they said, as long as they were smoking, I was leaving. Right. And that's what I am with everything else. Uh, get to a certain point with your ignorant b- behavior, and then I'm. You got to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. What's the saying? You don't have to go home, but you got to get, get out of here. here. Yeah. Uh-huh. So that's how I think you have to be with almost everything, but you have to know what your limit is. Mm-hmm. And uh, that, I can tell you your limit. And the thing is that you have to, I, I learned that you have to be uncomfortable making other people uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You, know? you do. So just because you say no, it's what you're going to do. Yeah, people are going to feel some type of way. But you you know a person that can answer for you, right? Yeah. And don't feel guilty when you say no, because I that was the position I was in. Then I would backtrack, and then the whole time I was losing my stuff, I lost my identity. But I yes. tell you now, I would not give it up for nothing. If I had to be single for the rest of my life, I'm in love with with love, and that's loving Tony. All right now, so I don't mind. That's it. the thing you do, you know. right then and there, because <laughs> you have to try to make everybody else happy, no. but yet you be. Cause I be in the mirror like, girl, what's wrong with you? <laughs> and they say nothing. I say yes, it is. Get it together. Sure, no. I self check. I remember I told you, Miss Jen. I always, you always have to self check yourself. When you find yourself is getting off that side, straighten it back up. Might not be perfect, but get back on track and don't lose yourself. Because once you lose yourself, you, you lost everything. What are you good for? Exactly. No. But so, no. Before we um, wrap up today, there's one thing that. Um, both of you have said that I just want, uh, wanted to say one final word about, and that is we stay in these toxic relationships, uh, as people say a lot of times, because of the children. Mm. When you don't realize that you're doing more damage mm-hmm. to them, stay in there. That's right. Because then they learn that same toxic behavior that you have with that person, mm-hmm. and then they are going to be feeling bad, and their emotions and their mental illness is going to be affected mm-hmm. by that. Their mental um, stability is going to be wrecked because they see you as being these two animals fighting all the time. So you're doing more damage by staying there, I think. Yes, and it's a generational curse if you think about it. One bad act, you're affecting a whole generation of kids. Think about that. Yeah. That exactly. that's gonna care that one act of somebody going upside your head, vice versa, whereas man doing it to a woman or a woman doing it to bad, that one thing will defy your whole. Children, children, children. A general, just one stupid act yeah. can change a whole generation. And that's what you got to think in your head. If I let that one thing happen, this is going to affect all my other children that's coming up in this world. Think about it. This is from you that you're allowing to pass on to other generations. One stupid act to say you're worthless. Exactly. And that's when it's going to continue. And it won't break until the one that's break that curse. And you have to do that. Well, it seems like this this time that we've had together has gone by so fast yes but um we do have to go and we can we're going to be picking up on this a little later but um brian as we normally like to do we like to give everybody a chance to say a final word um any things any advice that you want to leave with folks um just because we don't want to be talking about stuff and act like they don't exist because those are the people that we are excited to have along with this uh with us on this ride so um, it has been an absolute pleasure having you on here, Brian. I really hope you'll decide to come back again. And well, if, yeah. go ahead. 
Oh, I just uh, thank you, uh, you know, for allowing me to come on. Uh, de- definitely stepping out of my comfort zone. Uh, <laughs> we all uh, are. You did wonderful. We all uh, are. And I've, I've, I've enjoyed this conversation a lot. And I know you said you only had a few minutes, but I'm glad that we were talking enough to keep you on for a while. So do come back, okay? Please. I really do. And uh, nice meeting you, Tony. You too, um, Mr. Brad. And um and yeah, if anything I could do to help, uh, just let me know. Well, we're and, go, we're gonna let you know because there is something you can help us do, and we'll let you know. <laughs> All right, thank you. Okay, thank you. All right, take All right, care. You too. All right. And you, Tony, any last words? Know your worth. Yes. Put your love back into yourself. Mm-hmm. Self check. Don't feel bad when you find something that you don't like about yourself, but don't beat yourself about it. Change it. There you go. And uh, one, one final point on the whole love thing: you you have to turn love into what it means to you. Mm-hmm. And while you're turning love into what it means to you, try adding care. Yes, because you really do need to care about the things that you love about. Yeah. So you don't want to leave something that you love out in the rain so it could wither. So bring it in and take care of it. Yes. And it'll take care of you. So we are going to leave you guys with um, another thought. And that is if you think that you absolutely want to see here the next podcast that we do, know that you will. You will. It'll come <laughs> up in March. And we're going to have our monthly drawing this month and we'll notify the winner. Um, but we're going to continue to do what we do. We're going to be expanding. And we're going to have a website, and we have some uh, stuff you're going to be able to buy. So we are going to be going to have merch. On As the they map. say, we're going to have merch. All right. We're going to have it. <laughs> so we're going to have merch. For the day, I want to thank my granddaughter. And I guess I can say her name without her get, rolling her eyes at me. And say Layla. Layla. Hi, thank Layla. You, Layla. Hey. Hey. Is that Emmanuel? Emmanuel. No. Okay. Not me. Oh, okay, that's Brian. He say hi, Layla. <laughs> say hi. Bye, Layla. Bye, Layla. And I also never fail to thank Jason and Raza for yes. UHU Productions because these uh, gentlemen are people you need to meet if you want to do anything electronic, IT. Uh, it seems like they have just a whole pool of talents. Yes. So call them if you need to, okay? And if you can't reach them, call me. I'll tell you how. Because I'm going to be bugging them a long time, it seems. (laughs) I look forward to the ride, gentlemen. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay. Bye, y'all. Bye.